You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. For the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center, it is high. It is far, it is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Hello, everybody, and rejoice, Yankee fans. The World Series parade is back on. <laughs> we had a pretty thrilling win last night. Sean and Ryan are back with another episode of the Bomber Brothers podcast. Brought to you by WFAN and Odyssey. We're recapping the Rays series that was shaping up to be what felt like rock bottom for the Yankees. And then Josh Donaldson and an ultimate display of redemption after the brutal offensive season he's had gives us the only the third true walk-off Grand Slam in Yankee history, meaning they were down by three runs before the Grand Slam was hit. We were in attendance for the last game the last time it happened when uh when Giambi did it in 2002 but uh Sean before we get to some of the more I don't know I guess harsher realities about the team as a whole that they've shown before that swing from Donaldson just like what what was what was your reaction to what I mean what has to be the the biggest swing of the Yankees season uh, I mean, big swing in in more ways than one, right? It swung the the game and it sw- swung that series because the Yankees lose last night. All of a sudden, that AL East lead is down to what eight? They're yeah. sitting at nine, and and now it's back up to ten. So, um, you know, that's huge. the The team really needed that, and uh, yeah. And my my reaction was, I started clapping. I was afraid I was going to wake wake the wife up, but I don't think I did. So I'm not in the doghouse this morning, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just super elated, you know, Donaldson. We haven't kept it any secret. It annoys the crap out of us here on the Bomber Brothers podcast. But, uh, you know, all that annoyance was worth it for 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 one day. For one day, it was it was all right. And, you know, there was a lot in that game to get hopeful about. There were some better swings from Judge. There was a home run from Rizzo. Glaber had a couple good swings, but then it was also mixed in with some maddening things too, like Glaber swinging at the first pitch and grounding into a double play after Judge walks on four pitches with the bases loaded. And, you know, some of the decisions later in the game frustrated me. Um, But, you know, overall, just take it and get the good vibes going again, going into this uh, another big series now with uh, with another team that's only 10 games back, Toronto. The, the Yankees need to take care of business uh, in that series. That It would have only been nine um, 
I, I think if the Yankees had lost yesterday or nine and a half, something like that. So yeah, it would have uh, been nine. Toronto beat the uh, surging Orioles yesterday afternoon. So yeah, would have been would have been down to, to single digits heading into a, a four game series. So so just key to get the win. Huge huge home runs from Rizzo and and Donaldson, and and that's what we've been missing is big home runs. Um, even Judge, we've seen this series has left his comfort zone and started to press because I think he kind of feels like he has to be Superman, and. That's because the Yankees are not doing anything else around him. But for one night, let's go crazy, folks. Yeah, it was definitely something to be celebrated. And I think it was also a release for much of the Yankee fan base because there's been so little to cheer about lately. I mean, the offense has just been pitiful, like maddening to watch to the point where even I personally uh Tuesday night when Nestor gives up the three-run home run in the first inning, part of me almost felt this little sense of relief, like, all right, maybe I can just turn the game off because I just don't feel like watching this team right now. When earlier in the year, a a three-run home run in the first inning wouldn't really have uh, done too much to shake my outlook for the rest of the game because I knew the Yankees had such a good bullpen and the offense would be able to get themselves back in the game. That just hasn't been the case lately because the offense has been so bad. And the bullpen has been so bad. We saw more bullpen problems last night with Chapman, who had fu- actually been looking looking really good just in time to take over, potentially take over a closer spot with Holmes going to the IL. But he did some of his typical Chapman things last night. But like you said, plenty to plenty to be hopeful about. Glaber's been struggling so badly lately. He gets a two-run home run. He has a big single around the uh, frustrating strategy at the, at the plate in that in the big spot that you mentioned. And we had Rizzo get a home run, Donaldson, of course. Um, so, yeah, there's there's plenty of reason to uh, to be excited for at least one night and hope that it lasts more than one night. I mean, a thrilling a thrilling win like this, I feel like it certainly wake up a clubhouse and and hopefully wake up an offense now that the Yankees Scored eight runs last night. That's just one shy of their run total over the last seven games before that. So hope, hopefully that can wake the team up. Yeah, I mean that. You, you know, I, we've kind of talked. Baseball is built on confidence. When you're when you're especially when you're hitting and and, and pitching, it's it, it's all confidence based. And maybe this game gets guys like Donaldson and Glaber and and Rizzo feeling better about themselves at the plate. And now they go up there not. You know, gripping the sawdust out of the bat, but feeling like, hey, I I just had a great game yesterday, and go out, rinse and repeat today, and uh, you know, we'll 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 see. Uh, I think there was a lot to clean up, like I said, but um, overall, there were some some signs of them starting to come out of it. Um, you know, yesterday, and I I, I want to say like the first two games were were pretty pretty tough watches, but. I think the I I just want to say the Yankee fans did a great job at the start of the first two games. Like I always feel like the fans' obligation is to kind of give the team a boost of energy when the when the game starts. And the Yankee fans really tried to do that in the first two games. They were fired up, they were into it. Um, but you know, as as the game went on, obviously, let your frustration show, man. It was it it wasn't wasn't pretty, but uh Kudos to the fans for for sticking with the team that you know that that are are showing up and 
and still going crazy because, uh, you know, that's New York supposed to be a tough place to play. And um, they certainly booed the hell out of some guys <laughs> this week and, and deservedly so. But, uh, you know, they go, you know, that's that's what you want to do. You want to go into every game as a team kind of having flipped the page. And now hopefully when they flip the page, there's a little less pressure because uh, they're they're coming off a, a big win. Yeah, it's certainly a better display from the fans than when things were going tough. What was it last year when they were literally throwing trash on the field? So, so good job not doing not doing that again. I, I'm just I'm just applauding their their energy to start the two yeah. games. Like we've seen some heinous crap out of the Yankee fans with IKF's family and harassing people online. Like, yeah, no, it's and it's there's little there was little reason for for optimism before Josh Donaldson swing last night, just because of how terrible the Yankees have looked offensively. I mean, they had a six game losing streak when their starters threw a quality star. That's just how bad the, the offense has been. They were on, um, what was it? A stretch of, they were on a stretch of seven games where they had scored nine runs on only 35 hits. And Katie Sharp had the note that that was the worst seven-game stretch in franchise history in both the runs and hits department, just to give you a sense of how putrid the offense has been, which was the mightiest in baseball just a couple months ago. And, like, I don't want to – I don't know. I don't want to throw cold water on what was a super exciting moment, one of the best wins of the season, probably the biggest hit of the season. But this is still a team that has – a lot of problems. I mean, you look at some of their mainstays in the lineup that aren't going anywhere that, that will be there come October. And Donaldson had the big grand slam last night, but he has, what was he three for 28 before that hit. So hopefully that gets him going, but otherwise his full season sample size could suggest that it might not get him going, but it might just be a a big moment. He's going to be there. IKF has been so bad that Aaron Boone decides to pinch hit Aaron Hicks, which is a decision we can get into more later on, but he's he's more than likely going to be there. Benintendi is probably one of your steady outfielders. He hasn't been producing much at all. And honestly, looking at his Babbitt before he came over here, he was a candidate to, to regress a little bit. He's got an OPS now down to 768. Torres has struggled badly before last night of late and it was great that he had such a great first half to the season but he also had two full seasons before that where he was struggling at the plate so you don't know what you're going to get from him and then Hicks in center field who seems like is getting phased out a bit with Floreal getting called called up and maybe they're hoping Bader's ready soon but I mean those are those are a lot of bats that I just named that have not been producing much at all that are probably going to be starters in in a playoff game so that that's that's a little concerning yeah i mean i i agree i'm glad they're starting to and you know we had talked about this last episode they they brought marinaccio back up to help the bullpen instantly paid dividends by the way the guys they put in the lineup not so much but you know we'll we'll see uh what mr oswaldo and uh and florial can do but I'm glad that they're trying new things out and and um, and going in a different direction in some spots. We'll see what the lineup looks like tonight. But it seems like they'll get DJ back, who uh, I'll tell you, in his pinch hitting appearance, really looked looked fine. And yeah, 
you know, I, I will say, like, of the guys you mentioned, I was really impressed with Benintendi's at bat in the seventh inning last night, working the walk ahead of Judge. He was down early in that count and and fought back, and he had a double last night too. Um, so you know, maybe, and he had a triple the night before or or two nights before. I forget which. I think it was two nights before, yeah. right? He scored the the run, the first run. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, the only run of the first two games, I should say. But um, yes, on the error. Yeah, on the error. So, but you know, he's starting to hit the ball a little bit. And if you get DJ back and Stanton back, you know, all of a sudden you can you you can say, hey, this guy is now a role player kind of hitter. He's not a you know he's not a leadoff hitter. You don't you don't really want to rely on him at the top of the lineup. You'd rather have DJ there. So, hopefully, you know, tonight they get Lemayhu back and you can roll out Lemayhu Judge. Rizzo and and you know that that's a, at least a, a full third of a lineup that looks pretty good um but yeah there's there's tons of problems here I, I you know I, I think they should look elsewhere at third base for the moment maybe Donaldson gets going maybe he doesn't but I think uh you know giving us Waldo a shot is probably uh probably the right thing to do right now and, and at center field I don't know what they're thinking they put Hicks in the doghouse for for two games and then pinch hit him in a huge spot in the ninth when, you know, you just you, you IKF actually would have been fine. It was weird because the spot where you're like, oh, I'm glad IKF is up, but he probably should bunt. They let him swing away, and I hate bunting, but I mean in that spot, especially with Ben Intendi and his bat to ball skills, he, he it would have been a sack fly. They they let wait. What did no? That was I forget anyway, but. That his, you know, they let him swing away. It doesn't work out. And then the next time he comes up where you're like, I'm, you know, I just need a runner. They put Hicks in, which is weird because Hicks hasn't, you know, has been terrible and he strikes out on a ball that catcher can't handle. But, you know, you got to try something else. At least Floreal gives you an option that has some upside. Like, I don't think Tim LaCastro has enough upside where you feel good about him in the lineup. You think Floreal could catch a heater. I know he's been slumping, though. So make, making some adjustments is definitely a positive, which we were clamoring for. And um, I don't know. Do they do they bring up Peraza in a couple of days when they're I don't know. What, what is the date that they're eligible to do that? But um, I actually know, think it's tomorrow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I think. Well, we'll see if they they bring him up. But at this point, come on, man, we got to get some real hitters in the lineup. So, yeah, I, I think I think the Hicks, I think the Hicks era needs to be over. I, I I don't think I don't think they can give Hicks any more any more chances. I mean, this hit complete rock bottom on um, Monday on Monday night. He was with, shattered. Yeah, and and look, honestly, all the credit to Hicks in the world because he has constantly talked in depth like this whole season anytime he's been asked by by the media i i hope i hope this i'm getting his name right but chris kershner the new one of the new uh beat writers for the athletic had a pretty lengthy discussion with hicks recently about his terrible season where he was like 
just breaking down how how horrible it's been and how frustrating it's been. And then he makes that terrible play in, in center field where he gets turned around three different times on a fly ball. That results in the only run given up of the night by Cole. And then he had the ground out with the bases loaded. And that was his fourth time grounding into a double play with the bases loaded this season. That's the most in the majors, but he gets up, you know, he tied with tied with another Yankee. Oh yeah. Who, who was, who was he tied with? Uh, I can't I remember. Tor- Torres Torres. Yes. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then he, you know, he faces, faces the music right after, right after the game. So he's, uh, you know, he's obviously a, a professional. He's just unfortunately not looking like a professional hitter right now and hasn't really all season. And it's certainly bled over into his defense because he he used to be a much more valuable center fielder. And it should not be this much of um, a drastic drop off just because of age. Like this is clearly something more. I think the Yankees, I think the Yankees need, need to be done with it. So sure. Run, run Floreal out there. Um, I don't know what the outlook's going to be for Stan when he comes back. Uh, I could imagine they're probably going to DH him most of the time. And that's probably the right move because you just can't risk losing him again just because look at what this lineup looks like without him. So he's probably going to be your DH, which means means you're probably going to need to keep putting Judge in center field, Benintendi in left, and – or Judge in right, Benintendi in left, and – Hicks or Floreal in in um in center. I don't some something to that effect, I guess. But it I I just I don't want to see any more any more Hicks. Yeah, I, I it bums me out too because Hicks is one of those guys that I really like. Uh I don't want to say personally because I don't know him, but I like his demeanor. And you know, Hicks was a guy that needed Tommy John surgery, but he said F it, started throwing on his own and came back for the playoffs and actually provided a huge hit in 2019, one of the biggest home runs of that season and and had some really good at-bats in the LCS. And, like, that's the kind of heart you want in a player. And the kind of accountability, too, like you're saying, he stands up in front of the locker. It's like everything you want in a baseball player in terms of accountability and, and drive, but he just hasn't been able to translate it into results, which is frustrating because we've seen the skill um you know 2017 2018 absolutely tremendous and you know just it it hasn't worked out and and that's that's a shame but yeah that's it's it you know i think when they went and got bader they were kind of signaling their their hand but i still don't understand why you trade montgomery for a guy in a walking boot and montgomery's been great in st louis so far but um yeah it's 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 time to move on from from aa ron i think and and that's a bummer but it is what it is at this point. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to go from there, but I didn't understand. Um, I didn't understand the the pinch hitting him. I think he, you know, I, I just think that that's not fair to him too, after not playing for two days. To, oh yeah. Um, to put him in that situation and, and whatnot. But anyway, um, yeah, that was a massive head, head scratcher from, from Aaron Boone there. And ha- who had another one? Now I'm blanking so, on it. But it- I mean, to me, the the I know. So Chapman walks the bases loaded, yes, and then yeah, he strikes yeah. out the next batter. And I understand, he, but he got just to you know he uh, get me over slider that 
the guy just looked at. Mm-hmm. And then they bring up, uh, was it Mejia who hit the the tr- uh, double base clearing double? Who's yeah, such a yeah. better hitter right-handed. And you had Loisaga who would have turned him around in the bullpen. And, you know, Chapman was a thrill. Man. And he actually did look good that at bat. I have to say he had him down 0-2. Yeah, he got a hit 0-2. And then he had yeah. him look just about beat on, on a fastball. And it was just kind of an emergency 0-2 hack that he was mm-hmm. able to keep fair hitting the opposite way. I mean, that was just beyond deflating. Yeah. Um, luckily, luckily the Yankees had a rally in their bones, but oh, what a rally it was! <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that was that was kind of con- confusing to me. But oh, and then I also didn't understand after they after they pinch hit DJ and he gets the first pitch hit. They didn't. They didn't even. They put Marwin into run, which I was like, and DJ was hitting for Florial. It would have made so much sense to put Hicks in that spot, use him as a runner. And then it's the center fielder, but I don't know. I did. I don't know. I'm I'm over. I'm over Boone. Everybody knows that. I am not like Don Lagreca uh, saying that I want them to tank the season just so they fire Boone. That would be a good outcome from a terrible result, but not what I want to happen. I did um, not. I did not hear that. That yeah, he might asked, be the dumbest thing I'll hear all day. Would Yankee fans rather A, make the playoffs, or B, miss the playoffs, or whatever it was, but or go out in the first round after like falling into a wild card, but then they clean house. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's the that's- dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. This team was off to like a 1998 level start to the yeah. regular season. As terrible as they've been, you can still see them beating any team in the American league in a playoff series outside of the Astros. And hopefully if they get healthy and start heating up again, you'll feel better about it. And this is also a team that let go of their last manager after getting one game away from the World Series. Who the hell cares if they make the playoffs or not? If they want to move on from a manager, they can still do it. Yeah. What an idiot. That's so I mean, I, I I think it's time to move on. I thought it's time That's to move fine. On. You don't have to tank but the damn season yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's, yeah, it's it's not like it's not like in another sport where you're like the second to worst team in the league and you're hoping to get to the worst so you can get the first round pick. You know what I mean? It's there's no point in losing in baseball. The last three managers the Yankees have gotten rid of, they did after that after they had reached the playoffs and won at least one playoff game. Two two of them lost in an elimination game. Like, oh man, that's really dumb. I hadn't heard that, but yeah, that was that was making the rounds yesterday. But you know that that was after the first two games of the series, which were super frustrating. One run combined. They had some chances. I felt like. I felt like in the second game, you started to see some signs of life, like they had a couple opportunities, but I mean, the offense has been pathetic. I, I thought making the moves to call guys up, even just to send a message, you, you know, that this is unacceptable enough of this. Oh, we're fine. We got a blah, blah, blah. We made our deposits uh, enough of that enough. It's time. It's time to start winning some baseball games. So I'm glad they made the move to do that. Uh, and ironically, the one game they don't get the quality start is when they they snap the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. streak. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I thought the first two games were extremely, extremely frustrating uh, and wasted good pitching performances from from Nestor and, and Cole. Um, obviously, the Cole performance should have been a shutout, but Hicks made made that error. Well, I don't even know. Did they rule it an error since he didn't get it? No, hand they, on the you ball? can't. It was yeah. a triple. Yep. So. Uh, very tough, but it's good to see that the, the starters have started to come back around a little bit. And hopefully now, if you get 
DJ back for this series and then Stanton back for the next series, it's enough offense where they can kind of get things going in a positive direction again. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's, to me, the most encouraging thing I've taken out of the last two series is that the rotation seems to be settling back in. Yeah, absolutely. Cole continues to dominate Tampa. He looked he looked really good, really, really good. And Cortez just makes that makes that one mistake. And to uh, Rosarena, who's been really heating up for um, for the Rays of late and Nestor, who was still able to give you seven innings. I mean, what what more could could you have asked for? And then Albert Abreu gave you two scoreless innings. What the hell was where the hell that come from? That was a that was a pleasant surprise also. But of course, the Yankees just couldn't get anything done offensively. 